I'm gonna call you Magic Mike from now on. Wow. <laughs> Alright, when you're pulling out his puns, you know it's late. <laughs> oh, he's the Punisher. <laughs> oh, the my brother of the God. Punisher. Welcome to Grapples and Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to do you prefer the suburbs or the city? Now, obviously, I'm a city boy. I love the city life. Anytime I've been in the suburbs, like, I can't sleep. It's too quiet. It's boring. I don't know how y'all live out here, to be honest. I don't know how y'all do it. I mean, even when you record podcasts, you have, you know, blaring lights and gunshots. <laughs> so it's kind of quiet. You guys are actually hearing us. <laughs> so I prefer the suburbs. Whatever. I've been out here for almost a decade. Let's go. Fresh grass, clean oh, air. I have parking. Whatever. <laughs> clean air. <sighs> Being the newest guy to the suburbs. Newbie. I'm breaking the tie with the suburbs because I like the fact that. Hello. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I could fit the 20 by 30 whatever lot you get in the city in my front yard with room to spare. Buddy. Oh, look, I have a yard. Whatever, bro. So, you know what? Yeah, you want to go to the grocery store, you got to drive like 20 minutes. Actually, I can walk to the bodega Actually, about the eight and a half. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're listening to us, as usual, on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples on number two. two. Apples, if you're not listening to us on SoundCloud, you might be on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcast. Either way, all I care is that you're listening somehow in some way. You better be listening. As always, I am one of your hosts. Will the Thrill, Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's what I be, because that's who I is. Once again, for the second episode in a row, oh. joined by the lovely, annoying, <laughs> fantastic Suburban Brothers. Introduce yourself, boys. Hoody-hoo. Coming to you live from the suburbs. Boo. Yo, get over yourself because I don't hear any sirens in the background. <laughs> One half of NXT's te- NXT. Wow, NXT. I'm still at Cardiff. <laughs> um, yo, listen, it's after midnight. It's been 12 hours of wrestling. Tell them who you are. Half of the Suburban Brothers, Grapples to Apples number one tag team, Tommy Boy, and your boy, straight out of Huntington. Let's go. <laughs> Boss Hugo, AE Dub. That was an awesome pay per view. Let's get this going. Yeah, we'll do ratings later. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's so, go. You know what? Since he's eager to start, let's cut right to the chase. Boys, someone ring that bell. Yeah. All right. So we just finished watching AEW's final pay per view before they hit their live weekly series. AEW All Out Live from Hoffman Estates. Illinois. Chicago. Not, <laughs> not Chicago. Not Chicago. It's at Chicago. Been there. It's at Chicago. Not Chicago. Yeah, Wrestle- left-hand corner. It's at Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, and WrestleMania and- was in New York. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. As someone who was both at WrestleMania and at All In, lies. Both of them lies. <laughs> Took you a combined eight hours to get back from both shows. <laughs> right, bro, I'm telling you. All right, so <laughs> the show kicked off with the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale to determine one half of the AEW Women's World Championship picture. The title will be determined on their first live show on October 2nd. The show, the match featured of oh, 21 women. A bevy which of ladies. The first uh, group was Shalandra Royal, Leva Bates, Fabi Apache, Priscilla Kelly, and Nyla Rose. Second group, Penelope Ford, Shazza McKenzie, Sadie Gibbs, Big Swole, Britt Baker. 
the third group, which was the group that I was thought was the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we marked out at this group. First, B Priestley, Lovey Priestley, mm-hmm. Evelise, so happy to see her oh, finally yeah. get rid of that Lucha mm-hmm. Underground nonsense. She went bye-bye. To Neil Dashwood, which is hilarious. That was the shock. Yeah, it's, it's funny because Shades and I were talking about it on you know yesterday's episode. Yeah. We we're like, you know, can she be in this match? Because she did sign with Impact. She got the one off, mm-hmm. and then of course Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong. Fourth group was Ali, Nicole Savoy, Teal Piper, ODB, and Jazz, and then the Joker was Mercedes Martinez. So. Let's talk about this match, gentlemen. No, oh, it was excellent. So much fun. I thought it started out a little rough. Yeah, it was. Because absolutely. Nyla Rose just cleared out the first wave. And I was like, and I think you said I said I hope she just not does not dominate every wave. I did not want, not to make a reference, a WWE-esque royal, old school Royal Rumble where that right. one powerhouse cleans out like 10 people right. and you're just sitting there waiting. Right. And so luckily the second wave, Penelope Ford came out the gate I was like, that's not going to happen. They came out mean. Yeah, they did. Like, they strolled down that thing, and they were like, we're not getting cleared well, out. Well, Penelope Ford, like, oh. I think, pretty much ran into the ring. She delivered the handspring back elbow, and the Britt Baker was in there. So then we already got some going. Mm-hmm. And then that third group again, the one that we mentioned before, mm-hmm. they pretty much were like, all right, yeah. let's do this thing. Yes. So by the time the, th- the third group, the spades group, showed up, it was on and popping. Yep. Uh, the only issue... Look, there were a couple things that, that we... All knowledge were things that could have been done better. Mm-hmm. So, Mercedes being the Joker, everyone's anticipating who's it going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Now, ever since the WWE Royal Rumble debacle with Roman Reigns and AJ Styles, everyone is always on edge about things like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. you got to make sure the camera's in the right place at the right time uh. and not staring at Roman Reigns looking confused like, what? I don't know what this music is. You don't want the crowd to pop and you still don't know what's going on. And the camera's still like, where, 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 where are we going? And unfortunately, that's, exactly that's what happened here. What happened. Where the, the camera's still in the ring. I mean, it's not focused on someone who's looking like a dummy. Yeah. But the, fo- the, the focus is... It was a is, wide angle. It was, the, it was the, the hard camera. It was like... In the right, right. It was, yeah. it was focused on the in-ring uh, action. And then the crowd pops. I'm like, dude, can it, hello, can we see what they're popping about? Then they finally pan over to the stage. Just in time. J- just in time <sighs> to see her come out and then take her ma- her, uh, her She was out already when they panned over, but the reveal was She's what right. She kind of did a slide over and then popped up. I'm right. And they were like, oh. Just but I'm out. sure her I'm name popped up first, which Definitely. is why the crowd popped. Yeah, but I'm glad she did the showmanship because she, if she was revealed before the camera got there. Oh, that would have been bad. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so that was that was one thing that that kind of rubbed us the wrong way. Um, I kind of said, "Here we go again." Well, right. we were, we've been having issues with uh, AEW's uh, camera work I don't, and stuff like that. I don't think production work. There yeah, had been work, yeah. a single show where there hasn't been some sort of production yeah. issue, and unfortunately, this was no different. Yeah, um, we had that thing that we thought was a bit of a snafu. There's, an, there's one minor one later on, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, the only I- other issue that I think we had was I thought Ivelisse was in and out way too quick. Oh, she was yeah. fast. In and out, yeah. Tenille Dashwood Tenille, also. Tenille yeah. didn't do anything. In and out she way too quick. She had a couple quick. coffee and left. Yeah, she had like one spot where she did her like cross body splash in the corner on two yeah. stacked opponents. But she was in and out. It wasn't even a focused spot though. Yeah, no. It, was, it wasn't really like a big deal. It was deal. a B spot. It was right. like a controlled chaos. 
Like usually when you have a battle royale, they'll focus on a couple of people right. at a time. Oh, look right. at this one. And they kind of did that a little bit, but not long enough. Right. Um, and then the ending, so the finish was a finish that I know, Tom, you weren't a fan of, but I thought made a lot of sense. I wasn't a fan of it, but I know why it had to happen. So the final four was Nyla Rose, um, B. Priestley, Britt Baker, and I want to say Mercedes Martinez, yeah. right? Yeah, she. They, you had to get Mercedes the Joker went in the first, top four. I think, out of the four Mercedes right? was the first out of the four. Yeah. yeah. So those are your top four. Mercedes goes out, and then it's Nyla, Britt, and um, and B. Priestley. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is Britt eliminates B. B. Priestley, Correct. who then, in retaliation, holds on to Britt. To let Nyla eliminate her. And toss her over. Now, to me, that makes a lot of sense. It does. No, One it of the major does. things that they did here that I appreciate is that they reinforced a lot of rivalries that had already been yeah. going on. And they built storylines. And they built some also. And this is one that you reinforced. Yeah. Like, these two had a rivalry that started back at Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. And they kept this going. So, no, Fight for the Fall, I think it was. I don't know, whatever. This is a rivalry that started in one of those two shows. And they reinforced it by doing that spot, which cost her... The match. Now, I understand what you're saying, Tom, because explain, explain. Let me toss your... something out. I actually just thought it. I'm sorry I didn't think of it earlier when we were actually talking about this during the show. I like a big a big wrestler like Nyla look strong on even a interference elimination. Mm. So instead of be pulling while Nyla just dumps her over like, say, you know, Britt would have done to Nyla to get the help to get her out. I think B should have distracted her and then like a strong clothesline off the distraction instead of the you still Talking get the si- you still get the same heat right without the what I I don't want to call it a weak finish mm-hmm. but I want the monster to look strong especially since she's been in there since Jump Street right so here's what I will say though so I'm looking at the numbers here and thank you Wikipedia and whoever edits Wikipedia you guys are true champs mm-hmm. Nyla Rose had ten eliminations yeah she did. Far more than ever. The only person who came behind the second place was Britt with five. She eliminated half the pool. So, yeah, yeah was but it you, like, you know, it may not have, optically, it might not have been what you yeah. want to finish, but you're not looking stronger than eliminating 10 out of 21 people. Yep. Or yep. out of 20, because you're the only The only thing is, you don't have the WWE-esque count, where we just found that out. True, this is yeah. true. So, just for, for giggles, Nyla Rose had 10... Britt Baker had five. Behind her was Brie Peasley with three. Uh, awesome Kong had two. ODB had two. Allie had one. And Sadie Gibbs had one. Everybody else you're had talking zero eliminations. 75% of the pool, basically. A little under 75% of the pool was eliminated by the final two. Right. Final three. Because the top three were Britt, Nyla, and, yeah. and uh, B. So... Nyla Rose wins. She is the first contestant to be in that title match for the first ever AEW Women's Championship. So now we moved on to the second match of the pre-show, which was Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Now, unfortunately, I missed this match because I was incapacitated for the time being. He had rumblings in the tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I get you guys will have to uh, take away what happened in this match because I missed it. Ugh. I mean, I heard you guys marking out yeah, about it. There but. was, I I don't want. It wasn't a spot fest, but you you talk so much chemistry. D 
these guys just. Oh no! Wait, I'm thinking about the wrong match. I was about to say. I'm about the wrong match. I did watch this match. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't, I, I, I didn't want to correct the host, but to be uh, honest, somebody's got to do Shade's job and tell you where uh, you were. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah, I did watch this match. I did watch this match. Um, you know, I guess I just didn't really like. I, this match didn't really stick out to me too much. It didn't stick out too much. We talked about the was, there was athleticism on display. There was good chemistry. The 11 minutes was plenty for them. Yeah. Their, they, name, their name turned me off. Yeah, I don't even want to private party. Yeah, I don't like private. I like them. I like the, the, the tag team. Mm. hate their name. So when I hate their name, I just tune out. The highlight of this match to me, honestly, was the post-match. Yes. Because, yeah. so Angelico and Jack Evans just turned around and went straight up heel. Yeah. And I think as we're, and I think you said this. Because they lost the match. They right. They lost so, the match. So the private party wins the match. Yeah. And I think you mentioned this, Tom. Now that we're getting to TVs, we have to start establishing faces and heels. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so, and Helico and Jack Evans, uh, like turning for a post-match beatdown on private party, does that. Makes complete sense. And it makes all the sense in the world. Yep. Um, and what I loved about it was, dude, the crowd at Hoffman Estates was on point all night. Yes. Because this happened and they start chanting party poopers. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you guys were are delicious. amazing. <laughs> you guys are amazing. I love you all. Even if you're not really Chicago, I, you're fantastic. I think I made the comment that this feels like an old school ECW crowd. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 there was also some chance we cannot say on the show. No. This is very true. <laughs> um, okay, so... This is what I was talking about. Open the show proper with SCU, uh, represented by Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky with Christopher Daniels ringside. Oh, it was a match. Going up against Jurassic Express, which was represented by Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy with Marco Stunt ringside. This is the match that I missed that I heard you guys marking out about. So yes. go ahead, guys. So tell me and the rest of the world about what happened when SoCal Censored faced off with Jurassic Express. So the match started like your typical six man. <clears throat> they, you know, they kind of cornered the, the small guys. SoCal kind of cornered the small guys from, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. They kind of like, all right, let's 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 beat down the small guys. Then Luchasaurus got involved. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, did he impress. He put on an athleticism I mean, show. It was since, ever since Whoa. Double or Nothing, he has been every show... Been pulling out and impressing everybody. Yeah. He went to another level. Yeah, really? if it was there, he just took it. He's got to be what six? What? He's at least six one, six two. He's I not. He's, he's not a monster. Bigger than, that. bigger than that. I think he's bigger than that. Well, he looks bigger than that. Look at his tag team partner. I think he's like six four, six. I won't give him anything more than six four because Jungle yeah. Boy makes him look like six five. Six five. All right, fine. Wikipedia. How, how, how big? How like two sixty? Two fifty? Right here, he's a monster. we have him at two thirty three. Two thirty three. He's a lean big boy. Six five two thirty three. He moves. So, and he, oh man, go ahead. Away from the spots. No, no, no worries. Away from the spots. One thing that he did when he came into the ring first, he didn't come in like a monster and just start ripping heads off shoulders. No hot tag. No. It, no, it uh, was a hot, hot tag, tag yeah. but you know what? It was a very technical hot tag, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. They were going to swing clotheslines at him, and instead of ducking and ripping their heads off, what he did is he kicked their arm back mm -hmm. and then hit him. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Then there was one spot where SCU was lined up, kicks one in the side of the head, kicks the other in the side of the head. Right. What did he do with the third one? He kicked, he he faked like he was gonna kick him in the stomach, mm. and he and he kind of repositions his leg in the middle of the air and kicks him in the head. 
Yeah. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's like it's like he's faking and then he turns his leg and kicks him in the head. And I was like, what is going on? And, and that was the beginning of him showing this side of athleticism. And, yes. and he's shown it before. Right. But he took it to the next level. And it was weird seeing this big dude yeah, yeah, yeah. pull off these moves. I, I was I was stunned. He, he impresses every show. It's insane. It's yeah, he and, and he, did, he did a moonsault that he, one yeah. point, a standing moonsault. A, yeah, guy was laid out. He's standing there, literally just bends his knees just a little. That was after the that was after the third kick. After the and then he just flips in the air and lands on him flush chest first. I was like, what is going? That's, mind blown. That's what that's what I heard you. I'm like, he that's just did a moonsault. Yeah, <laughs> that's that three man spot and then the moonsault is where you heard us mark out. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And and we were impressed. Yeah, it's it's crazy because before double or nothing. I had no idea who this guy was. No, I didn't either. I was like, who is this? What is this Lucha? What? Wasn't he in like was, WWE de- development? Yeah, he was in NXT for a bit. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work out. Didn't work he out. left. And then I think at some point he even contemplated just not wrestling anymore. Yeah. And I'm glad he changed his WWE mind. does that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but ever since, ever since Double or Nothing, at every show that he's performed, yeah. he's... He's stolen the show where people are talking about him now. Him mm-hmm. and Jungle Boy are legitimate fan favorites. That combination yeah. is And I is think ridiculous. they just tossed them together as an experiment. Yeah. So they, they, uh, they were tossed together randomly, not by AEW. This started on the independent scene where they're both just going to be working a show. And the promoter was like, you guys, Jungle Boy, Lucha, that makes sense. Yeah, just, yeah. just go. Yeah. Just go. And they actually knew each other because they trained together mm-hmm. from years, years, years ago. So, it just clicked and it worked. So, when they got signed got to AEW, over. they got signed, not yeah. as a package deal, but yeah. when they both got there, With they're the just like, mind. okay, you guys can do this. But what's amazing is, what makes them over for me is, you got a monster, and just this guy that looks like he can put him in his pocket and keep walking. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much how it's the shtick. He, he carries him on his shoulders. And they did. you didn't see the entrance either, right? I mean, I, I just saw them come out, which is what they always do, where Jungle Boy is kind of like upside down yeah. while they go to the tunnel, and then he pops up, spits out yeah. water. And it's the first time it. I really watched the entrance, and I love it. There was, there was, I forgot which show it was, where someone missed their cue, and he was hanging upside down for mad long, <laughs> to the point where like they had to back up and let him like let, it pop up. let him pop up for a bit, and then drop down and come out again. Yeah, well, you know, he's got to you know, get but some of the blood back to the rest of How good do body. you have to be to get over a dinosaur gimmick? Like, you, how, have gimmick? you ever seen a dinosaur gimmick? When I first heard the name Luchasaurus, you're like, what is this? I, I made fun right? of it. I, yeah, I was like, oh, remember what the glacier the, is this? Remember the Casino <laughs> Battle Royale? I was making fun of him. What the Jurassic Park? Right? Come on. I was like, oh boy, here we go with Isaac Yankum DDS. Here we go with the Shockmaster. Here we go with, you know, the Repo Man and Glacier. I'm like, I can't do this. Here comes the goon. Like, I, I, I can't deal with this right now. You went to the goon. I went to the goon. You're tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jungle Boy also. I was like, Jungle Boy, oh, man, this, these two guys sound so corny. Yeah. And then they hit the ring, and I was like, I want to be these guys. And they're more over than certain other tag teams see, we'll get to. And then you see Jungle Boy riding the dinosaur, and it makes total sense. That's the thing it does. And what's great is the way they play their characters like out of the ring, where... Yeah. Luchasaurus, the guy's name is Luchasaurus. He wears a mask. He looks like a you know like a lizard dinosaur. Whatever. Yeah. The guy has a PhD in like history, so he's super articulate and he yeah. plays off of that. Yeah. Like when they talk to him, he's like he's like super like it's it's insane. Well, if you look at all the monsters from all of wrestling, we can go into this forever. Right. Very smart. They are absolute geniuses. 
I mean, you know. Anyway. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't pat myself on the back too much there because I didn't see any ring reps from you. Oh, yeah? All right, I'll see fight, you. Fight, fight, fight. Anyway, so let's let's move on to some matches that I actually was there for. All right. Uh, I had to go get you for this next one. Now, this match, I could not believe was this early in the night. Which yeah. was Pac versus Kenny Omega. That was a dope match. Kenny was there for John Moxley, and he ended up getting Pac. <laughs> and boy, did he get Pac. He got Pac. This match was fan-flipping-tastic. Yeah. And all three of us were two matches into the main card saying this could honestly be match of the night. Yeah. Th- yeah. This match was... It, whatever you expect from Kenny versus Pac, yeah, this is what this had. Yeah. You had V-triggers galore. You had high spots. You had, you know, striking spots. You had everything. You had flippy reversals. Yeah. That yeah. looked good. Yeah. The, yeah. The barricades kept playing a, a major part the in the whole The barricades were... Oh, dude, I thought... Oh, my God. I thought Pac's legs were going to just, like, snap in half. Shatter. Yeah, there with was that moonsault. Yeah. There was that one moonsault where his ankle got caught up on that barricade. And, where he, good. and he was rubbing it down. And all, yeah. Yeah. Oh. all I was saying is, please don't throw the X up. Please don't <laughs> yeah, throw the X yeah, up because yeah. you cannot have that... That match at that point was just too damn good to end with a... With a real injury. I mean, after the match, he was running away with the limp. Now, oh, he was hurting. I don't know if that shoot. I don't know if no, that's no, worse. That but I am telling you, it is not. I don't work. know if it was just a stinger. I don't know what the yeah, case, but he, he was running sore. away with the limp, and I was like, oh boy. You know what? The adrenaline, I know where that came from. He's probably got a knot on his shin. The, right he's got to have yeah. a welt on there. The adrenaline wore off, and he's like, oh, oh this this hurts. This hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, the pad was there, but I don't I don't have that much adrenaline left right now, and. Well, Damn. the good thing is that they got a little cushion. They got a little time before they start taping. Right. So he can, if, if there's anything that's like, yeah. you know, a fracture yeah. or whatever, he can heal up. In a, he's in got a about weeks. a month. Yeah. No, no two that, months. that, that two pad months. saved him. F- no, he's got a month. Yes, is it? Or is it well, it takes about a I just had issue with that. I know. I know. <laughs> they got, they got a little, we just had a month. whole argument over that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, They've got a month and a few days. No, I don't think it's anything serious like that. I think it's just the adrenaline wore off, and he's like, oh, God, this hurts. Yeah, but also now the underlying thing, okay. Kenny hasn't won. So when yeah. when Shades and I were talking about this, we both picked Kenny to win because we both said Kenny hasn't won nothing. He hasn't, he hasn't won, won a singles match. He He's won right. the sixth man with uh, the the Bucks. Right. So we were like, Yo, he hasn't won anything. He's got to win this match. And they say now, if if anyone said, Yo, Pac and Kenny are gonna have a match, how do you think it's gonna finish? I guarantee no one would have guessed this. Nobody. No. No, not a person. A, Kenny loses. But Kenny loses by passing out to a submission move by Pac. And I will still say... That he, they, what, do they, what do they call that move? Oh, man. The uh, the brutalizer. Yeah, the brutalizer. And I, I said it during the show. That boy turned purple. I said it His live. lips were like I going purple. I was saying, look at Kenny's lips. And then when you saw that reverse angle... He tucked his chin, let the blood rush to his head, and the dude put himself to sleep uh, to put that he move sold over. It like crazy. No, I, dude, when he he crumbles, and I thought, okay, he crumbles, his shoulders are down, they're gonna do a three count and no yeah. kick out or whatever. No, he hit the ref, looked at him, and wait for the bell, and I just sat there in shock with my with my hand over yeah. my mouth, just like. Did that just happen? Yeah. I still, and I'll argue with anybody, I think Kenny legit 
passed out because he cut his own. If you looked at the dude's lips, yeah, his lips were perfect. Well, they squeezed on the arteries in his neck. Yeah. So even if it's instant, even and he passed out the second he let go, mm. the blood started flowing. His yeah. eyes popped open. It's, it's right. like, and he's like, oh, it's, it's like an MMA when you get guillotined or you get triangled exactly. or you get a rear naked choke you do go to sleep for about 10 seconds yeah. but once that blood rushes back, back you actually gasp up and yeah. it's like what just happened where am i now, my target where am i, where am I target? <laughs> now whether or not this is related to him passing out but during that move which i noticed was very interesting is you know how like when you're like you're applying a lot of pressure to a certain part of your body, that part will go white while the rest of your body goes yeah. red. Yeah. So there were a lot of points in his like his shoulder specifically yeah. was like pale white yeah. while the rest of it was was dead red. I, and I'm like, this is like this is actually being applied on this man. That's his what I'm saying. I was bulging. I it's think nuts. and I was like, huh? For this match, it was a very stiff match. Let's get that right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Kenny and, I, and Pac are gonna work stiff. And I think Kenny's like. I want this to look as legit as legit possible, yeah. and boy, he he's like, you know what? Let's just make it real. Let's make it look like we don't like each other at all. Crazy. They went I mean, stiff. the match start. I love I love the pacing of the match because the match started with them being arrogant. These are two guys who are known to be <laughs> arrogant characters. We said it. Yeah. We said it. yeah, they're dancing around each other. Showmanship. Thank you. Kenny is arrogant in the flamboyant, cool way, yeah. where he's like, yeah. I'm like really good at this. And Pac is arrogant, like, no one's better than me at this. Yeah. Like an angry, yeah. arrogant chip, I, on shoulder. chip on his shoulder. And they both played that perfectly. Where they were counting each they were countering each other's moves and then using their version of their I arrogance the would have a, a swagger, or they'd look away, or they'd stare him down. I'm just like, oh my god, this is I so good. I love their stalemates. Yeah. This match for me did not feel like it was twenty three minutes long. Yeah, I mean that pacing. It was the, good. The, it was paced perfectly. Mm -hmm. Now you tell me it's twenty three minutes makes sense knowing Kenny and Pac can yeah. go twenty three minutes. It didn't feel like. But it. exactly. But if we're watching and you go, Will, how long do you think it's been? Ten minutes. Ten. Five. It just started a minute ago. Did they just ring the bell? Yeah. I have no idea. You know. So and that's they, how you know you put on a great match. Exactly. Now let's move on. Go ahead. Oh boy. You're talking about working stiff. <laughs> um, that's an uber, uber, uber understatement. No, not uber. Going. Cracker Barrel. This was yes. sponsored by Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Oh, my lord. <laughs> no. Yes. I'm corny. Okay. Yep. So it's this was the nuts. Cracker Barrel Clash. You had a corn fritter to the biscuits. Between, <laughs> between <laughs> Jimmy Havoc, Darby <laughs> Allen, and Joey Janela. Yep. <laughs> as soon as they announced this match, everyone knew. Okay, it was a death match. Who's gonna Someone's try to <laughs> gonna try to kill themselves? Let's see who succeeds no, somebody's first. Somebody's <laughs> gonna try. Somebody's gonna try to kill themselves while killing two other people. Right. So this match was <sighs> stressful. Yes. This match was stressful to watch because these guys legitimately did not care one iota for their own well. Well, when you start a match by. <laughs> Taking masking tape, heavy black masking tape, tying some dude to his chair and putting thumbtacks in his mouth and taping his mouth shut, you pretty much know where this. And match then coming is off go. the top. Wait, the wasn't top. that after the first staple gun spot that we no, saw? No, he actually took the staple gun into the ring, 
He was going like this, like shooting. Right, right, right. And then before everything started, he stapled his own chest. There you go. Yeah, so that's our first staple gun spot of the night was yeah. he stapled himself. Oh, the thing is, so because I, Jimmy Havoc is nuts. See, I get why he calls a spot. I call it a spot when it's done to somebody else. Fair enough. Whatever. The staple gun made its appearance, and Jimmy Havoc said, it's not going to be you, it's going to be me. And so he stapled himself. Yep. We had the thumbtacks in the chair. Then... While he's sitting in the chair, Darby Allen goes to the top row, presumably to go after Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, Jimmy Havoc is like, like signaling to him, like, yo, come and get it. Come and get it. So Darby Allen flips him off and then dives on him. And I'm just like, what? Well, he didn't dive on him. Remember, Darby, Darby broke the tape off and got out of Dodge. He... Kind of landed on him, but didn't really land on he, him. It was he kind of landed on mostly the chair than anything else. Yeah, but either, he came, he went after him. Either, they, listen, that was not. It happened. Darby it's, turned uh, on him a little bit. I think. Oh uh, man, it, it was. Oh god, what what else? What other crazy, insane spots did we? Uh, okay, skateboard, this, skateboard. I was about to say this. Okay, okay. Of all the things that happened, we had some barrels. We had like staples. We had. Whatever. What I about don't the care. What about the apron spot? We should get to the apron spot before we do that. You okay? Okay, fine. The so, apron spot was one of those times where we were a little, not a little, a lot of on edge with. Yeah. That was Havoc on, on Allen, right? Yeah, that's a Darby. Yeah. That he, he had him in like um, it's like a reverse suplex DDT kind of thing. Then he lands him flush on the apron on his head. And it's just... You, and I know like, oh, he's, he's, he's he, quadriplegic he, now. He got, he's exactly. Out. I know Joey Janela did a face spot on the diamond plate. Yes. I, I forgot exactly what happened because... This he went was, after Jimmy Havoc and Jimmy Havoc moved. Yeah, and oh, and he just ate ramp. Yeah. He ate ramp. He heard a thud. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my god. Now before I get to the <laughs> stairs, we have to talk about the spot that made us. Are we not skateboard? We have no, to skateboard. Say, I'm, I'm getting there. This is the spot that made me introduce myself. Thrill. Didn't we all take a shot out of this to one? our saw, friend Henny? Yeah, uh, we. <laughs> I got up. We thought of you, but this next spot we're going to describe made us pull out a bottle of Henny and each take a swig. I know it's a PG show, but there is no other way to say Bro, it. Okay, so this dude, Darby Allen, so Jimmy Havoc and, 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 and Joe Janela are doing their, their you know, murder thing. <laughs> <laughs> their attempted murder thing. Suicide. <laughs> right, right. The suicide double murder. Um, <laughs> Darby Allen comes out with a skateboard, and at first it's phased down. But we can all see mm. the horrors that mm. will take place. Because <laughs> underneath mm. is just lined with tacks. I'm oh. sorry, when, when the skateboard looks like Chris Jericho's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And so at so so whatever it is that ends up happening, Joey Janela's left in the ring by himself. Uh-huh. And Darby Allen springboards with the, the he space. puts a skateboard underneath him he does a sk- he does a Tony Hawk like jump I don't even want to describe and this lands thing. it on Joey Janela's back oh, and flush. 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 flush flush it was beautiful and he scraped across too oh my god and Joey Janela's back was a mess I've been this. watching wrestling for the better part of my life I got up and I walked away I think I, I walked like, away I twice during this I was match. like no I'm, I, I went to the other room and came right back Taking a shot due to stress during a wrestling match. They did the paper cut. Um, st- I was like, nope, I'm not watching this. I'm not oh, watching they, they, this. in between the fingers. Yeah, and yeah the bro. Belt and I mean, the that's, that's actually, once you said it was laminated, then I started watching. I have him, to say, but yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Is, that if I thought it was legitimate paper, and you're doing paper <laughs> cuts. I'm like, I'm, I can't do this. I have a line, and it's paper cuts. I'm sorry. As amazing as this match was, that is something I have to call out. 
The laminated paper? They used obviously gimmicked paper for what should be very disturbing spots. <laughs> Tom, of everything that happened in this match, you're going to harp on laminated paper cut spots? I'm not going to harp, but I'm going to call it out. Oh, my, bro, I swear to you, I, I can watch people go through tables. Yeah. I've seen people go through tables on fire. I've seen people do all kinds With of nonsense. With thumbtacks on those tables. With thumbtacks. I've seen all kinds of nonsense. Because wire, for whatever. some dumb reason, it makes sense. But Right. <laughs> no, but these the guys paper don't... cuts, bro. I can't, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not watching someone get paper cuts. On, I'm not doing this. I'm not guess? doing this. No. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Because you just watched, what was it? You just watched 15 minutes of it. God, the Ponciano brothers are not into self-mutilation. Hey, we're not. We're just not, not into Not about that. it, bro. But oh the God. other spot that I need to call out... We're talking about the coffin drop on the steps? Bingo. Oh. Now, the reason why I need to call this out was... In wrestling, everybody that knows, there's one set of steps that's gimmick that separate, mm -hmm. and there's another set of steps that is meant to take every bit of weight from every fat guy on the roster. Mm -hmm. I'm a fat guy, too. You're not. Me, too. Listen, we are not. There's no six packs except beer in this room right now. But Amen. I, I we all carry cakes. Amen. <laughs> but the stairs that this spot happened on had all the support steel oh, yeah. underneath. Oh yeah. There's no give to these stairs. Mm -mm. Thrill and Darby Allen takes one of the barrels. Apparently, there's like two or three barrels in this match. He takes one of the Cracker Barrel barrels and goes to the top rope. Jimmy Havoc's laying on these steps, and he goes to do a coffin drop with the barrels. And Jimmy Havoc moves, and you just see Darby Allen's back hit, his neck whiplash, and I'm just like, why do you hate yourself this much? I don't understand. You're married to a beautiful woman. Yeah. I don't get it. You're young. You have a job. Stop. It's this. You have too much to live for. I hate to say it. His job is to try to kill himself. It's insane. <laughs> it's nuts. So the <laughs> after all of this mayhem and attempted murder... <laughs> We get to the final spot of the match where there's, a, a, of course, a barrel in the ring. And uh, Jimmy Havoc goes to Superplex. Was it Darby or was it Joey who ate the pin? I think Joey ate the pin. He went to Superplex somebody into the barrel. Joey Janela. Joey. It was because Joey Darby was dead on the bat from the coffin drop. Right, right. So he goes to Superplex Joey Janela through the barrel. The barrel seems to have moved the it, last it, minute. It rolled just because, a little. Just yeah, a little. So a Joey's legs caught it. Yeah. But, you know, say what you want about Jimmy Havoc. The guy's been doing this for a while. So he's a bit of a pro. Yeah, he's so not like So as soon as he missed, he, he said, no, 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 no problem. Picked him up, <laughs> went for the acid rainmaker, <laughs> threw the barrel, and then ate the pin. One, two, three. Jimmy Havoc wins. I don't think the barrel's Jimmy's fault. I just think it's a round object. And right. That's no, of course. Because he had it set perfectly, and then it's just legs. I think he really thought that in his mind, what you just said. He reset and said, oh, no problem. I got this. And yeah, then yeah. I, it's just like, like nonchalant. Oh, it's I can do this. One more time, I'm going to try to kill you. <laughs> I'm telling you, knowing these three guys is probably how Jimmy had his brain works. Right. Oh, okay, cool. No problem. And then what did they do? They went to the back, had a I cigarette. I guarantee and a you, drink. they all went back and had a cigarette and then just went about their day. Yep. That's it. Because that was fun. Good to see you. Right? Exactly. Hey, say hi to the wife. Tell, tell Priscilla I said hi. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> See you in November, boys. Right? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. So, after that match, which we were all thoroughly exhausted and having agita, like, I didn't know what to do. I, I think I, like, I was about to down a bottle of, like, Malax. <laughs> <laughs> so, the following match was, luckily, a match that we didn't really care for. So, it kind of let us ease into it. Um, this was the match to determine the first round by in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. Dark Order, 
Evil Uno and Stu Grayson going up against Chucky e. T and Tramperetta, the best friends. We should we should talk about it a little <clears> bit though. No, no, I'm not gonna pass over it. I'm yeah, not gonna. Right, no, I, mean, I really wanted to pass over it, but my disdain for that dark order. So, ugh. and and this is why I think it's important to talk about this yeah. because. There's no doubt in my mind that Dark Order was going to win this, but the reason there was no doubt in my mind was because of exactly your reaction to them. No one cares about the Dark Order. Them winning is AEW doing everything they can to get this team over, because everybody else is, either as a heel or as a face or as technicians or whatever the case is. Every other tag team now is over, and I'm the Dark Order... No one cares. Now I'm going to say what I told you I was going to say before we went on the air. You said their tag team division is stacked. Stacked. The Dark Order has no place in this division. Unfortunately, you're 100% right. It's, and it's so crazy because every other tag team gets some sort of reaction when they come They're out. They're all over. Private Party comes out. People are cheering for them. Best friends. People cheer for them. Lucha Brothers. Roof goes off. Young Bucks. Roof How goes off. How about Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, a team that doesn't even make sense? Roof goes off. And Helico and Jack Evans yeah. get booed. Yeah. Everyone gets some sort of reaction. These guys come out and nobody cares. Flatline. No flatline. Yeah. It's like the end of the beginning of Taz's theme music. Oh. Beep. <laughs> Dead crowd. And it's just it's. <sighs> and the chant. But no, we gotta get to the chant. Which one? The one that was... They called them creepy... Creepy, oh, creepy perverts. Creepy perverts. There was a chant of creepy perverts. There is super actual, telling. It, it's, not, it's not kayfabe chanting. Right. That's the crowd saying, we don't like you. Yeah. Go away. We won't miss you. I promise. Go to WWE where you'll be appreciated. The only heat they got yeah. is go away heat. Yeah. Which is not what I'm you I'm not want. calling that heat. I'm just calling it go away. So cuz any has, sort of heat is good. That for me that's not heat. Okay, but here's just go away. Here's my thing. The fact so when they won the match cuz they win the match. They end up defeating the best friends. They got booed, right? So that means they received some amount of heat. Now, that that's all either you get a pop or you get heat. And them getting booed got them heat, but yes. it wasn't Heat for the sake of their good their, heels. Their heels. They didn't get heel heat. They got go away heat. Mm -hmm. They got oh my god. But leave. We don't like you. We love them. But Why the, are you still here? Now I'm gonna do the counter argument like I'm good at. The problem is, and you just said it. They got heat. The best thing that could have happened to make them go away. And I know I'm being extra mean right now. I'm above shades level mean. The thing that would have said, okay, it's time for them to go away, is a dead crowd at their finish. Like you said, they got heat. It Even if it's go it was the fact patterings of booze. It's patterings, but it wasn't I've heard a dead crowd. That wasn't a oh, dead for crowd. Sure. They were dead when they came out. Oh yeah. Because they don't care about them. But you need they only booed them because they don't like them. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the boo will keep them around. You gotta have a completely no, I, You gotta be able to hear a pin drop. Yeah, but that's not going to happen when you have Team A, who people like, and then Team B that no one cares about, and then Team B beats oh, Team A, the fans agree. are going to boom. 100% agree. Now, but, what I think was smart by AEW is, so the last few times that Dark Order has come out, they've received nothing, right? Dead air, no one cares. You don't want that. So AEW, I think, was smart and thought this could happen, 
And that's why they did what they did. Which I love. Where as the Dark Order was walking away carrying, I think they were carrying away Chucky e. T. Yeah. Lights go out. Which is Dark Order fashion. Right, which is a Dark Order thing, but it wasn't them. The lights come back on, and it's Orange Cassidy standing in the middle of the ring. <laughs> he does Orange Cassidy stuff. He does a suicide dive onto the their Gimp minions or whatever they're called. I wasn't... Yes, you could have said Gimps, because I agree. Um, I just forgot the, there's a name for them. I don't I care. They look like the dude from Pulp Fiction. Right. Um... <laughs> I like. I wasn't sold on Orange Cassidy until tonight. Okay. Because the only other taste of him I got was in Double or Nothing, where he just stood there with his hands in his pockets. I forgot who he was lightly kicking, but he just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just lightly, like, you know, and I get that's his shtick. I right. get that's his thing. But when he did the suicide dive with his hands, hands still in his firmly in his pockets and landed. Rolled into the that, ring and then kipped up. Sold. That 30, 45 seconds was like, okay, not only is it this guy's shtick, but he can do something pretty freaking impressive with his hand. Like, think, a suicide dive, what are you doing? You're putting your hands out and feeling for people to catch yeah. you. Yeah. This dude has his hands in his pocket, He's trusting everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Then he gets in the ring. Pure athleticism, what does most people do when they kip up? Their hands are somewhere to help them. Yep. This dude's hands never left his pockets. Right. He's got more to show us. It's just so, he has to get it over to us. I knew Orange Cassidy was capable of this stuff. I've seen his stuff on like in the indie circuit, so I know the guy can go. My issue was when they signed him was that I feel like his his gimmick is too too much of a comedy gimmick. Yeah, and I was afraid of how it would translate in AEW and how the perception might translate into a negative perception for AEW. If this is what they're gonna do with him. This was perfect. If what they this if, was perfect because a they put him in with with the best friends, who are a semi serious tag team. They're serious in the ring, but their gimmick is it's their best friends who like their signature move is they hug each other with a hard zoom out. Like yeah. that's their shtick. Mm -hmm. So you put him with them where it's like a light comedy kind of thing, and they're going up against the Dark Order, who are this ridiculous thing that no one cares about. This makes sense for me in terms of what they can do with Orange Cassidy coming mm -hmm. in. So I was cool with this. I was like, okay, this is how you do that. You got me so far. And what I liked is his hands didn't stay in his pockets the whole time. When he had a go, right. hands came out of the pockets and it was go time. Right. He impressed by the athleticism without hand, but also when it was time to go, yeah. hands came out of the pockets. So it, like you said, if they do that 50-50 split where there's effort where it's needed but still keeping his character, right. I think he'll get over and be successful. Agreed. All right, so now let's move on to the only female singles match on the card, which was the other match to determine the second number one contender to face Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship. Now, this confused me a bit. You and I were on a seesaw the whole time with this one. So, I expected them to do this... Because that's what they did with the men's. They had a casino battle royale and then a singles match. And that's how you got your two combatants. But to me, what they did with the men made a lot more sense. Where the two combatants in the singles match were Jericho and Kenny Omega. Yeah. But the two women in the singles match here were two of the Joshi girls. Riho and uh, Hikaru, Sh uh, Hikaru Shida. And to me, it's like, isn't this a spot better reserved for like... Brick versus Allie? Yes. 
and the then Britt wins that, and then Nyla wins her match, and then you get Britt versus Nyla Rose for the first ever women's championship. Mm-hmm. To me, that just makes sense. And so them doing it this way was very confusing to me. Because especially since we know that AEW's high on Riho, because Riho's been winning like every match that she's been in except for maybe one. And we don't really know too much about Sheeta, but when you look at these two, mm-hmm. Sheeta seems to make the most sense to go up against Nyla Rose. Like Rio looks like Nyla will just ragdoll her. Now I will say this much: the commentator, the announced team, did do a good enough. They did a good job of explaining that Riho has faced Nyla Rose in the ring before and got the better of her in a prior match on one of the AEW shows, which makes sense to try and sell that. But I just, I still think, and I'm not. I don't typically disagree with AEW's booking. They're selling it, but I'm not buying it. I don't think they got the right ones here. I honestly like no disrespect because they, they they worked a good match. Yeah, no, it was it, it was, was a fine a match, good match. But these were not. Like, honestly, I would have, and I know I'm I'm kind of reaching here, but I would have liked to see them in the battle royal, uh-huh. and then pull out Brit and B. Okay. That could have been good. Cause See, my issue with that is you're not that's building a few, right, Yeah, you're, you're, that's you got to build that building. feud. Exactly. But you also would have gotten one hell of a match, and that's why I think it should have been Brit and Allie. And I hate who are two established singles. Yes, women. okay, Allie for sure. Because then you can have those two. They're two established singles women. You can let them do that. Let Brit win, and then you have Brit versus Nyla for the women's championship. Do you know what I don't like with this whole booking? Okay. You basically told us Nyla's winning. I do not see them giving the inaugural championship to... To, to Rio. To Rio, who's not even AEW wrestler. She's a Joshi girl. What, what, if, what if they do? I, their whole thing has kind of been about subverting expectations, about not doing what is simple, but doing what's right. Absolutely. What if for them... Okay, everyone expects Nyla Rose, so we're going to put her on Rio. I mean, it'll happen for me, but I don't think they're there yet where they can put one of their titles on a cross-promotional person. I agree. Unless Riho signs an AEW, you know, compete contract where she can still do her thing over in Japan, but she's an AEW wrestler, then yes. But I do not think they're there yet where they can put one of their their main women's title on a cross-promotional wrestler. They're not there yet. That's a risk that I don't think they're ready to take. I wasn't crazy about the booking, but I mean, look. It is what it we is. We have to hope that they know what they're doing and that they do the right thing on October 2nd. And yeah, that being their inaugural show, I don't think... I wanted to see them at the top of the card. I think this match is a mid-card at best. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We have time will tell. Now let's get to the the three big matches of the night. There was four, yes. but you know, Pac and Kenny decided to go on early. So well, they get the they had to get the. I think they played curtain jerker number two, where you want a hot crowd. So SoCal. I mean, those first three matches were just Pac and Kenny. They got a hot crowd. Yeah. Where not even the Dark Order could kill them. Sure. So, so I see why they booked the way they did. So it was Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard in his corner versus Cody 
And Cody was allowed to only have one person in his corner. This is part of the, the stipulations put together by Sean Spears. Uh, because Cody tends to have one of like 17 people or like a whole crew of people. Whether it's, He's got an entourage. Yeah, so it's usually like Tommy Dreamer and DDP and Brandy and you know any of the elite members Farrell. and MJF and Pharaoh. You know, you can have the entire locker room with him if you want. Pharaoh needed a melatonin tonight. Oh, poor dog. So, <laughs> Cody's theme of his ring gear tonight was Star Trek. They were all decked out in like Star Trek shirts and whatnot. My boy TDP made an appearance, so I was hyped. Um, but he decides to go with MJF as the man in his corner. Now, this match was what I kind of expected it to be for these two guys. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty standard like wrestling match. But it also Nothing felt like crazy, a mat- grudge match. But exactly. Because as soon as the bell rang, before the bell even rang, Cody went straight for Sean Spears. Yes. So they started out hot. I think he dove out of the ring. He dove out of the ring. Suicide dive. Outside the ring. <laughs> Two paces was seated, threw the ropes right at, 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 uh, at Sean Spears. They fought through the crowd, came back in, and then it became a, a like standard sports entertainment wrestling match where, you know, Tully got involved a lot mm-hmm. or MJF would accidentally get involved. Like, he was trying to get Earl Hunter's attention to look at Tully, but instead it ended up taking away from it. And so Tully would take advantage and beat up on Cody. Um. Then the match got really spicy when we had the belt spots because the belt spots then led to something fun. Mm-hmm. So they get I don't remember how they get a hold of uh, Cody's trainer I, belt. I think Sean just ripped it off of him at one point, and it was just like a complete gimme. <clears throat> so he was gonna hit him with it, and then he convinces Earl he's not going to. And as it's happening, no, Tully no, Blanchard no, takes no, off you, his belt. I hate to say it, you forgot one thing. What? When he kind of, you got attitude error Earl here. Right, right. Where right. Sean tried to, you know, be the tough guy, and then Earl backs him into a corner. Sean puts up his hands like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Earl turns his back and he flips him off while he's right. getting handed Tully's belt. Yeah, so he hands Earl Hummer the belt. He walks away. He's flipping him off. Tully gives him the, the his actual like belt for his pants. Mm-hmm. He takes that, starts hitting Cody with it. And then Cody decides to like, no, we not do this. He we know to Hulk up. Right. He decides then, to Hulk up. He's like, he stands to his face like, yo, hit me. He whips him, hits him in the oh. back. Leaves a huge like striation on his back. It's insane. It bled pretty well. Um, then there's more like tussling on the outside, and then the magic happens. Yes, 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 yes. And Arn Anderson comes down, and I immediately just like, oh my god, it's Arn Anderson! And he gets in the ring with Sean Spears, and all I, I just start screaming, hit him with the spine buster, hit him with the spine buster, hit him with the spine buster, and he gets him with the spine with the patented Arn Anderson spine buster. And I dang near fell off the couch. You did fall off the couch. I was just... Uh, <laughs> you did fall off. Circa 1978, 79. And it still looked as stiff Ooh. as it was back then. My, at my age, I never got to watch Arn in the ring. So getting to watch him do that, I was like... I was, oh my God, this I was very young when Arn teamed with his brother in WWE. Mm-hmm. Very young. And that was at the tip end of his career. After Four Horsemen, after everything, mm-hmm. where it was just... What was his brother's name? Oh, God. But they, they, they went by their names. 
they were a dominant tag team. That, and that was what I saw of Arn Anderson without going back to watch the old videos of the Four Horsemen right. and all that other fun stuff. Right, right. But one thing I'd feel remiss not bringing up other than Arn <clears throat> and marking out with him, mm-hmm. Sean Spears looked the part of the ultra heel tonight. Oh, no, no. It was perfect. His image Those was demonic perfect. eyes. Yeah, for sure. Stood out. For sure. But this match had... You said it. Well, yeah, this match had again symbolism. Say what I, I don't remember yeah, exactly. Said was, I need you to was, say it because they had three generation of wrestlers. You had um, Tully Blanchard, you had Art Anderson in there, old school, the past. The past you know, big names, <clears throat> good guys, great wrestlers. Great wrestlers. Right then there. you exactly, and then you had um, uh, that was a tag team name. Uh, what's it called? Well, that uh, was Art and Tully. Yes, and then you had uh, Cody and, uh, Sean and Sean Spears, and then you had MJF, which right. is the future. So you had past, present, future, all in the same ring, and it was just like it. Cody's been doing that in every single every yeah. time he has one. He always he had a nod to his his family mm-hmm. with the with the with the match with his brother. Mm-hmm. He had um, the one where, where they come out against the WWE when they mm-hmm. smash the mm-hmm. you know the King's chair or whatever. It, everything everything with Cody leading up to when they're going to go on TV is symbolism, you know, breaking the mold, giving a nod to the past, <clears throat> present, future. And that's what's what's now, something that other companies just have in their opening video package. They actually showed it here. Right. Yeah. Just that's, saying. That's what I love about Cody. Cody may not be Kenny Omega. No. He may not be Kazuchika Okada. No. He may not be AJ Styles. But he knows the story he wants to tell. And he knows how to tell it his way. 100%. And not only that, he knows how to lace his matches with metaphors, mm-hmm. with symbolism, he knows how with to callbacks. Tell that story. There's you can you can be someone who writes like the most beautifully crafted, amazing work of art, and then you can have someone who maybe doesn't use the most you know flowery language in their book, but they tell a story that keeps you captivated because it makes you relate. Yep. And that's the difference. Kenny is the guy who can write you something in 115 pages and it'll change your life forever. Yep. Cody can write you a book that maybe is a little longer, but at the end of it, you go, man. That was... I wrote, Dude, I, I know what this book is about, man. From like, I know what it's about in and out I know where in it's... terms of like... Like what it means to me, I can relate to it. Like it's a whole different in, in, like experience. It's physical storytelling. Yeah, and then that's pure. The one thing I pointed out multiple times tonight that I have to say: the front office is not overbooking themselves. Mm-mm. Yeah, if you think about it, and I know I'm gonna. Uh, Cody's the. I'll only... say this after. I'll say this yeah. after the next match. Okay. So let me let me hold my current thought for okay the next okay. match. Um, so after the Arn Anderson spot, uh, it's not much after that. The Sean no, Spears no, no, introduces the chair. That was the go home. He hits, um, Cody hits him with the disaster kick yep. with the chair, hits him with the crossroads. One, two, three. Cody wins the match against Sean Spears. Look again, is this going to like win any match of the year awards? No, no, no but good. this was a fantastically told match. This is a really good match that was wrestled very well mm-hmm. by everyone involved. Absolutely. Is it a little overbooked? Eh, so slightly. 
but it's good overbooked. Exactly. It wasn't overbooked to the point where you're I wasn't going, rolling oh, my eyes. Okay. Exactly. You're not moaning and groaning. You're excited at, at Tully and Arn and this and that and the belt and the spine. But it's, it's exciting. So that was a good match. Cody goes over. Now the next match. It lived up to its name. Dude. And I'm not going to pronounce it to insult you because you do it so beautifully. In the Escalera de la Muerte match for yeah, the AAA so nice. World Tag Team Championships. Dude, stop talking dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Lucha Brothers took on the Young Bucks. Whew. For the for the uninitiated, this was a ladder match um, that featured tables as well. So it's pretty much a tables and ladders match. Now, the Bucks have done plenty of ladder wars in Ring of Honor. So they're not new to this. But not like this. But this was... You know... This is another match we actually got up and walked away from a couple of times. <laughs> so Shades and I have talked about in the past how... When these two tag teams have been going at it so much, so often... That you run the risk of it like getting oversaturated mm-hmm. and you're running the well dry. This was how they bucked that. This is how they said, okay, we know we've done this a bunch. But we haven't done it... Like, like this. this. Yeah. And it and looked like oh a brand boy. new match. Well, they told you at the beginning. At the beginning, when they squared off in the middle of the ring, and then um, Lucha Brothers are like, zero miedo, like zero fear. Mm-hmm. They told you, this is going to be that kind of match. Yeah. All the Bucks right. also do yeah. what and they then, like, well, zero, their response you know, was, yeah. Like, and then, you know, they pointed to a right, place was, that, you know. Right, you know. zero testicular fortitude. There you go. <laughs> but it, it told you at the beginning, this is going to be fun. We're, You're gonna, we're going to do bad things. Yeah, we're going to get naughty. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, for some reason, the time stamp hasn't shown up for this match yet. It hasn't. I've been refreshing the whole, the whole time. But it wasn't five minutes <laughs> because it felt like it went way this, too fast. This match was just high intensity, and for for the young buck haters out there, this was not a spot monkey match. It was not. This was not a spot fest, but this was what you get when you have two of the best tag teams in the world yep. in a ladder match. My one and two, by the way. With yeah, with with a rivalry with heat. Yeah. With titles on the line, and you know what? For the young buck haters, they. Bumped the hell out of this match. Oh, for sure. And what I love, so this, I mean, they, they took a pattern that you noticed that I, I loved, love it. Was that they ended up pairing off mm-hmm. and was almost like a if you do that, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so you're gonna do this? So I'm gonna, gonna do, do this. this. Yep. Oh, I'll do it if you do it. And it had, but it happened multiple. They started off with right. it. Right. They put it in the middle and at the end. Well, what did JR say during the broadcast? He said these guys, uh, the Lucha Brothers and um, uh, the, young the Young Bucks, can have their own singles careers. Right. He and said it during the broadcast. And I'm like, these guys can have their own singles careers. Yeah. And, but they choose to be together. Right. They're that good that they can even, if you separate them, mm-hmm. they'll still be fine. Right. So you saw them when they kept splitting off mm-hmm. and doing their things. It was like, okay, JR, look, look what we're doing. Right. You're, you they, just said that. They didn't rely on too much team stuff. They all shine. Yeah. So what I loved was that, going back to the, the pairing off yeah. thing, is... Typically in tag matches, you especially with these two because they're brothers, they're sets of brothers. Mm-hmm. When there's an instance where you can save your brother versus cause harm to your opponent, they're probably gonna go and save their brother. Yeah. But this rivalry has been so deep and is rooted in so much <laughs> that at this point it's just like, fine, 
You want to kill my brother? I'm gonna I'll kill, kill yours too. Your brother's dead. <laughs> That's fine. I don't need him if you're dead. Like you know, and it was just. I, don't, I can't even count how many times Matt sacrificed Nick for the sake of killing, yeah. you know, Phoenix, or Pentagon sacrificing Phoenix for the sake of killing Matt. Like it was just, it was nuts. The they, people went through tables. Matt, uh, Nick Jackson decided to thread the needle and dive through ladders. That was that was awesome. And um, one of the Lucha Brothers did it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Phoenix did it. Phoenix yeah. did it too. Now we have to talk about the one thing. The age-old question, how do you get an entire crowd to boo the okay. Young Bucks? Yes, yes. How, and a question that no one's ever asked, how do you get an AEW crowd to boo the Young Bucks? Well, we have your answer. We found it. At some point. I, I, I'm talking legit hatred boo. I'm not talking this, boo. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking like, yo, you boo. Yeah. At some point, Nick and Pentagon were at the top of the ladder and they're fighting, and Nick pulls off Pentagon's mask. Which, I'm sorry, you have to say, that permission was asked for that. I hope so. No. I say what so. you want, I think these two teams have enough respect I, for each that other. That I agree with 100%. And I think the Bucks have enough respect because they they, they wrestled down in Mexico. This is true. That's true. That's I think the respect is there where they said, listen, are you cool with this? Because... Listen, if Pentagon said, nah, man, right. I don't think it happens. I agree. I, I guess, don't think that was because Pentagon didn't look irate. He this played is true. it off. This is true. That's his fair. hand went right to his face right, right. away. He, it looks like he was ready for That's it. That's fair. Um, I, always, I always shrug when I see these things because I feel like the American crowd doesn't understand the value it. of yeah, this of crowd the mask. Well, this crowd had a lot of Mexicans in, in the in the crowd. There's a huge Mexican flag. Oh, really? after the thing. That. Yeah. That's why no, you got was, the, that's was. why you got the booze. There was a yeah, lot you know of Mexican what? Americans it in there. Was, I think this is also like AEW crowd is a mark kind of crowd. Like they, these are wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah. they know. So they I think they understand the, the significance of a lucha purist. Right. So I was happy to see, not because I wanted the young bucks get booed. But I was happy to see that when he removed the mask, the crowd first went, <gasps> They understood the significance. And then they booed. Yeah. They booed Nick Jackson like he just slapped all of their mothers. <laughs> and I appreciate that so hard. It, because it, it shows just like, these, these, this crowd is not stupid. Mm -mm. They know what it means for a luchador to lose their mask. They understand how much of a disrespect it is to remove a luchador's mask. And I'm going to do one better for you. The crowd did its job, and you just proved it. When I said that the mask coming off was a work, the crowd's reaction almost convinced you otherwise. Yeah. 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 The crowd did their job without knowing they had a job to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, every time, I, I always, especially because, like, WWE and WCW. They overplayed. They've shown that they don't care. Yeah. They don't care, they don't get it. Like, when Bischoff forced Ray to unmask on WCW TV, like... That just shows that you don't know or you don't care or you don't get it. Mm -mm. A mask to a luchador is like, there are people who have wrestled and died with no one ever knowing their true identity. They can walk around the streets and nobody would know. Like, honestly, I think if Phoenix and Pentagon, Pentagon walked into a bar, I don't think anybody well, yeah, it's at, If you look them up, there's zero information yeah, on who this, Pentagon Jr. is. I forgot when you said this. We said it on I, some show. You said it on a previous episode where nobody knows their names. There's no all anyone breaking knows, of kayfabe. All anyone knows is that Pentagon 
and Ray Phoenix are blood brothers, and their father is Pentagon Senior. That's mm-hmm. all anyone knows. That's it. That's it. It just appeared years ago. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they, I think the only thing that would give them away is their tattoos. Yeah. So like Pentagon but would have walked the in with a long sleeve right. shirt on. But you know what? And I've never been a big, and I'm just gonna say two two sentences. I've never been a big Rey Mysterio fan. Okay. Not only do WCW and WWE not care about the mask, but I also, in this, in the other term, don't believe Ray cares about the mask because the check means more than his pride. Well, okay, hold on, time out. WCW, he was a young cruiserweight and he had no choice. Go back to Mexico. His boss was just like, "You have to do this," and he fought him on it. He do, he cried when he when he had to unmask. Yeah. And then I would now he hasn't unmasked since. And only now is he saying he wants to pass it to his son because that's tradition. Andrade unmasked him. Not, yeah, but not you, you don't see his clean. face. You you know, see exactly. His face. It was an unmasked but like covered. You see and an eye. You see an eye. You see a cheek. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Andrade used to be a masked wrestler. So there's like there's almost a, an understanding there of what they're doing. Ray wants to pass it to his son. That's a lucha tradition. No, that I get. I just think... I don't know. Ray's been a little loose with his mask. Yeah. Yeah. And, but this is also coming from somebody that has never liked Ray Mysterio. That's fair. I mean, Ray also, like, I think because of the WCW thing, everyone knows what Ray looks like now. So, like, when he's out and about, I mean, Jeremy saw him in, in Mexico. He's not wearing his mask. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, like, oh, that's Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm. You know, but when it comes to wrestling, he still understands what the mask means. Yeah. You know? Um, but back to this match, Nick pulls off the mask. Crowd boos him like just f- like Whoa. with such fervor, like hatred yeah. boo. Yeah, where I think Nick looked confused, like he yeah. smirked out of like, oh man, <laughs> that stuff. Nervousness, just, right? No, yeah, exactly. Nick nervous smirked because like I don't know how to react what? to this. He's like, wait, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to react to getting booed like this. Like, yeah, and that's what kind of also killed it for me because Nick wasn't sure how to take the boos. I don't think he thought he was going to get booed that hard. Yeah, I think he was going to get shocked. I thought he ex- he expected the. <gasps> I don't think ex- I don't think he expected the the mountain of booze that came out his way. You're the talking about that, the good thing that the, they they moved the match faster at that point, right? To get him off the mat, to yes. get him out of the yes. ring, the yes, l- to get the mask back, back on, on him. The little detail that go into the mask and back on him, and I pointed this out during the show. The referees surrounded him to protect his mm-hmm. identity as mm-hmm. if they were in Mexico. Like saying, yo, nobody can know who this dude is. They surrounded him. He was able to clutch down. The referees clutched down around him. The only time they got up when that mask was secured. Yeah. And, and they, they, they came they back did. and got revenge after that. Oh, they, just, oh. they finished that. It was actually the, the small package the- pile driver through the table. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was the rest of the match all Lucha Brothers after that. that it was, all it was Lucha over. Yeah. After they put, it was only a after they put Pentagon's mask back on. That's where it turned. It was a small package pile driver through the table. Yeah. So now I think that what was about, Nick who died. What about the ladder spot? <laughs> and then... <laughs> Nick, died. Nick died. No, Nick went... I think it was Nick that went flying out of the ring through the one table. His foot got stuck. Oh, he got caught on the rope and yes. he ate table. Oh. And then oh. the, the, nasty the small pack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. And then the small pack was the mat. On the ladder. Not on the, the table. ladder. On the ladder. On Thank the ladder you. that Thank didn't you. give. Right, yeah. right. The small pack pile driver to mat on the ladder. Nick had accidentally killed himself prior. Well, <laughs> so. let me, let's not crap on Nick because they used the wrong ladder for that spot. 
Yeah. They use the shorter I'm ladder. Not, I'm, look, I'm not. I can never do what half the things that he does. So I'm not crapping at him in any way, shape, or form. The fact of the matter is, his leg got caught on the top yeah. rope. He almost died. And he Please. ate table. Yeah, that's he ate the up. first table. There was two tables set up, and he was and supposed he, to go through both. Through both, and he knows that's that right into the first. That's table. why I think they needed that taller ladder because the that ladder they had was one of the small ladders that did not have the height. It could have been that he also didn't get a good jump on it. He, I think he didn't have the height, the heads, because he was at the top of that ladder. Confused. The, the ladders, they were using the ladders back and forth. And yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had the wrong ladder. ladder. Point is, leg got caught. The fact he is, did. he didn't get severely injured <laughs> yes, to the point where an yes. X was thrown up. Correct. That's Correct. what matters. They, they got super. There was a lot of super lucky yes. people not getting hurt that for last this night. For real. Yes. <laughs> so the Lucha Brothers go up, grab the titles. They win. They. Defend and retain the AAA World Tag Team Championship. Now I can say what I want to say during the Cody match. The entire front office lost tonight. Everyone except for Cody. Yeah. Well, yeah. But the thing is, Cody Cody's match was booked like a mid card match. Like Cody's not booking himself like a main eventer. Right. There's nothing on the line. Just just right. Pride. Exactly. So, but I'm saying when what. 75% of the front office is on their back at the end of the night. Yep. That's what I'm loving about AEW. Agreed. The front office isn't like, well, we're the boss. And that was a huge concern for a lot of people, Shades included, mm-hmm. was, you know, are they going to WCW this? Are they going to get Jeff Jarrett syndrome in TNA? Or like when Nash became the head booker for WCW and him and his boys just won all day every day. Yep. Yeah, but you think that Tony Khan would allow them to, to, to run the company? And that's what I think between... The guys being who they are and yeah. Tony Khan, yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. Tony Khan knows his like, stuff. He'd be exactly. like, no, 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 you're not doing that. We're, and, and, and not for nothing, these guys, for as successful as they are, they don't have egos. No. The only reason that the Lucha that uh, the Young Bucks went over on the Lucha Brothers to beat them for the tag titles, I think it was at Double or Nothing, was because Tony Khan yeah. re- vetoed everything. Yeah. They all went and said, Lucha's going to go over. Yeah. And Tony Khan said, no. No, no. You're going you're over. Going over yeah. yeah. So I think I, 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 I and he got it right. And he got it right. He got it right. He got it right. Mm-hmm. Got it right. So the, we'll see. The thing is, if you look at the front office records, Cody, you knew Cody was going to beat Dustin. So Cody's the only one with a winning record. Kenny, which by the way, I love that they started adding that to the to the name graph. That's yeah. what I wanted to oh, bring you in man. on. That had me geeking out so hard that now they have a like if they're a singles wrestler, it's like your singles record and an overall record. If you're they got, they got a, the only thing, the only issue I had with that is that they had to hold it a little longer. Yeah, yeah. and it's too small. They it's gotta very stand small. out a yeah. little more. You gotta give it at least two or three more seconds. Let me see. Oh, because remember, remember I had to ask you oh, what three, it was. Three, two, and right. one. Okay, right. good. Right. No, so, no, I agree. I if agree. you look at Cody's record, he's two zero and one. Mm-hmm. He has a no decision with the draw, Darby, with Darby Allen, Allen, which I think is great. Right. Kenny hasn't won a singles match. He's what one and two right now. He's one and two, and the Ooh. Bucks are five hundred. I love this that we're talking like yeah. records and statistics yeah. with wrestling. Oh, it's, it's a little it's, easy right now. It's it matters. Single no, no, I know, but, but, but I but love the fact that they're, they're including this. It makes my statistic nerd heart happy. Exactly. But what I'm saying is. The, the front office is barely over 500 combined. Yeah. And that is what makes me like AEW more. Nice. Their front office isn't power playing like we're the boss. I got the tag titles. Right. Kenny's eventually going to have the world titles. Cody's going to have the eventual mid-card title. Right. And right. we're going to NWO it up. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Kill statistics one-on-one. Let's get to that big reveal. 
after that match. Okay. Oh. oh. So, I believe Lucha Bros are still on the ladders at this point. Yes. And two guys wearing sweats and masks of former presidents that like to do naughty things walk into the ring, and I'm like, "Ooh, what do we have here?" And it's two guys, and they start beating up on the Lucha Brothers. Oh yeah. And I'm like. I know what this is. I know, <laughs> I know what this is. is. I know something you don't know. I, I, know, I know something, something you, you don't know. know. <laughs> and just as I was like starting to geek out, the fans started to put two and two together. Yep. Because as some of you may or may not know, a few weeks ago on Impact Wrestling, they said goodbye to one of their high profile tag teams. Well, let's say let's say they should know because if they're not listening, they really gotta get off their butts and start I'm listening because you would have known already you're if like you paid attention. 60 episodes behind people. <laughs> Jeez. But uh Impact Wrestling said goodbye to one of their top tag teams. One of? Okay. Be their top tag team. Begrudgingly with yes. tears in their eyes, by yes. the way. And so there was a tag team that was a free agent for a little bit. Not no more. A couple because debuting on AEW tonight. Was Santana and Ortiz LAX are on AEW. Oh. We haven't got an official All Elite announcement yet. Boy, don't be stupid. That <laughs> was their it. announcement. That was their announcement. Wait, no, no, no. You're all doomed. On the so- <laughs> I need it on the socials with LAX's All Elite. Yeah. Come on, guy. How hard am I at to impress? <laughs> Look who you're talking to. Yeah, LA, LAX came and, and made a statement today. Bro, this, I need that contract yes. signed. I'm not going to celebrate yet. Remember, AEW is a computer organization. It's, you know it's not WWE because that would never have happened. Well, if it tickles your fancy. It does. All the wrestling tickle. Twitter, they have arrived. Hashtag WWE all out. With the video what? of AEW All Out. Thank you. With the video of them <laughs> unmasking. So. They still gotta have that picture. LAX is all elite. You know, there's one guy that's upset with this. Uh, yeah. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get him. <laughs> and there's just another thing that's a small detail that Mr. McMahon is going to be upset about that we're going to mention in the next match. Um, so yeah, so it all signs point to LAX, LAX is now on AEW to further stack this tag division, which Ugh. if there was ever, if there was a question before I said who has the best tag division in professional wrestling, no, no question. Anymore. it's got to be, I don't want to say no question, because even though they haven't been booked properly or they haven't been on TV much, WWE still has the club. They still have the new day. They yeah. still have, you know, a hundred percent on paper. They have a strong tag paper. division. Yes, but they still have the war. On Raiders. the thing on the wall right now that you you know shows the pictures of stuff going on, or what I should say in that promotion nonsense. I don't see them. Who's the tag team champions right now on, on in WWE on Raw or SmackDown? Raw. Um. Some. Oh, Seth and Braun. Okay. Oh, okay. What does that tell you? What, what does that think tell about you? It. They just took it off of Gallows and Anderson. What does that tell you? Well, Vince is a moron. We know this. Smackdown so then, so then, New day. so then, still, still, yeah. It's okay. that, so then, what does that tell you? Goal. What does that tell you? On paper, WWE has the best roster. Practicality on TV, putting them out there, 
you know, getting getting their their names out. Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? Machine, they're doing nothing. Can I make a suggestion on for the weeklies? Sure. Can you run down the WWE champions for those of us who don't pay attention that listen to you for this information? <laughs> this week's champions are. <laughs> yeah, keep us up to date because I don't know. Because honestly, I've tried to watch. I've actually been trying to be good and say, let me help grapple staples. Kind of know what's going on before I listen, but it was on in the background, and I just concentrated on building a dresser. Dude, we watch it, and we still don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Two, two, a two to the Shay. The WWE's a mess. Okay, so what's next? Because this is stacked card. Go. Okay, One. so the, the main event <laughs> to determine the first ever AEW World Champion. There was two historical parts to this match. This is, I think they said, the first time ever that a female it is. was refereeing a main event or a title match. A main event world championship and a main match. Event, it's like a, three, it's a threefold. Yeah. Um, and nobody batted an eye. No, and because she's really good at her yeah. job. Can, can I, and I know if Shades is here, he would, under his shades, roll his eyes at me. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I pointed out, because I am a nitpicker, if those of you who listen haven't noticed, mm-hmm. the black and gold nail polish. Yeah. While she was holding the belt, it for me, it was like, yes, you're a female referee, but it just completed the picture for me. I don't know why. I can't explain it. It just did. Well, anyway, so Aubrey Edwards was the referee for this match. And I'm happy for it. The match that was Chris Jericho versus Adam Hangman Page. The pain maker. Although they started to, they've removed Hangman from his like yeah, I, title I, card. It's all just Adam Page now. Which, they still I'm not sure how they, they feel about that. They still had the horse. Like he came out on a horse. Well, he, so he, <laughs> he came out on a horse. He's still playing the Hangman. I don't want to call it a gimmick, but he still got the Hangman character, character to him. Right. He still has like the cowboy they, boot design on his on his boots. Did they? He still had like his moves are still called the Buckshot Lariat and the Jedi. Him? Did Adam they, Page? It was straight up Adam Page. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they just announced him as Adam Page. I'm asking because I do not remember them using and even in the commentators, I do. During the pre-show match, I know, Jr. always calls him Hangman. I know I did a lot of the hangman, puns. The hangman, the hangman, the hangman. So I know Jr. calls him the hangman during before the match, but during I don't recall. I was too busy wrapped up in the match, um, and I, I'm pretty sure I remember them just announcing him as Adam Page, and his and his uh, his name card just said Adam Page. It didn't say yeah. hangman anywhere on it. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know they're trying to go away from that. I'm not sure. Does BR Live let you rewatch for free, or is I it? Have no clue. I've never you know. tried. I'll let you know because I'm curious know. enough to rewatch the match to find out and get back yeah, to you. I want to watch the SoCal uh, SCU versus yeah, you uh, really, Saturday Express you know, match. You know, Jurassic Express. I might have to give my password because you know. I mean, I have my own. Oh, but you part. Ah, see, right. you come to the suburbs, you get supplied. You gotta change your city opinion. No. I remember you asking me how much the apartment above my house was. Just saying. Well, all I'm saying is your land is insane. It is. I could never live out here. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, you could. I could never live. I, I will. I would drive myself insane. I'd listen, lose my mind. I would give you the my cousin Vinny treatment. I'd put gunshots <laughs> and stuff out of your window. You'd sleep like a baby. Oh man. But <laughs> anyway, let's to the match. <coughs> Back to the wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, so. This match had, of course, had all the hype. Yes. It had, you know, weeks and weeks of build. Um, months. Months of build. 
And this could have gone one of two ways. And the booking was going to go one of two ways. Either they decide to put the, on the safe bet. They put it on Chris Jericho. He's established. Mm-hmm. We know people know him. He yep. might bring you know people to the company by being our top mm-hmm. champion, our first champion. You know, it's the notoriety. The, right. It's, it's the safe bet. Yes. It's the, the smart bet. Or we can put it on Hangman and really decide this is where we're going. We're going to go youth. We're going to go up-and-comers. We're going to really lay our chips down on talent. But I... So... I still agree with what Ugo said, who is... He went, so I think... So, Ugo said during the match that he thinks... And, okay, so before we even go too deep, the match starts. Yeah. And within the first... 30 seconds, as in most big matches... You get the back and forth chant. Right. A, a chant will break out. You might get... If it's, a, if it's a clean heel versus face, you'll probably get, you know, the automatic face chants. Yeah. But if it's a face versus face, you, you'll get the back and forth. You'll get the back and forth. Let's go, blah, blah. Let's go, yada. Let's go, blah, blah. Let's go, yada. Booking and in character, you should have had the clean face. Right. So... I know in it's booking, In booking, it's clear as day. Hangman is a face. Jared goes to heel. Oh, it's Adam Page. And everywhere else, in every other circumstance, it's worked. When he went to Japan, Jericho was Super Heel City. Uh, when he faced Kenny, it was, Jericho yeah, I was, was say, the it heel. It worked in AEW already. Right. But this match got underway. And the first chance that broke out were, let's go Hangman. And then a significantly louder Y2J. 70-30. So when that happened, the three of us were just like, oh, that's not good. Yes. And so, Ugo, automatically, you want to tell them what your theory was right off yeah, the bat? Yeah, let me say this Well, my theory was that um, I thought that um, Hangman had, a, had, a, had to earn this on the fly. I'm I'm thinking they had to do like you know what WWE does, you know you talk to the to, the ref has to be in communication with the wrestlers so they tell you, you know, um, Jericho you're gonna go over you're gonna win the title, Hangman you're gonna go over you're gonna win the title mid match booking on the fly booking on the fly 100%. booking on the fly is so rare though it's very rare like especially in today's day and age people for the sake of making sure things go smoothly booking yeah. on the fly is just it's such a not that it couldn't possibly hard, but this is where it's difficult. But this is where it's needed. So it's so few and far you apart. You can't have a dead like I said during the match. You can't have a dead crowd when you're awarding your inaugural hundred percent title. Yes, but do you, you run the risk of your wrestlers and or the referee not gauging things properly, and then you're booking on the fly and you book the wrong way again? Like you said before, early on the cast. They know that AEW fans are very smart. Right. They know that they're very cultured. Right. They know that they have. They're not just watching them. They're watching New Japan. Mm. They're watching WWE. They acknowledge there's other companies. Hundred percent. Right. Right. So they know that their fans are not dumb, and they have to get this right. Right. They have to gauge the audience. They have to watch them. They have to watch the match. Watch how it's progressing. Can Hangman hang? Right. Does Chris Jericho still got it in the tank? Right. And as the match progressed, 
my theory was coming into focus because I was looking at them and I saw the ref talking to both of them mm-hmm. a lot. A, a lot. lot of instructions. There was a lot of communication. You could see it. They, she, she, was she did a great job with that. Though. She did a fantastic yeah. job. And she kept the, the, the match focused straight. Mm-hmm. She kept talking mm-hmm. to them. And, and as the match kept going, Hangman could not get over with the crowd. He could not. Chris was helping him. Chris sometimes would help him. Chris sometimes would let him fall flat on his face because right. he's like, dude, him right. you have to come and get this right. because I, I can't, can't keep giving it to you. I, I'm not going to spoon feed you the world title. So, and it's interesting that you guys say that because the, there's a theory that during... Do you remember Triple H versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania where Triple H was the champion? Dallas. Yes. So there's a theory that Triple H... Pretty much did the same thing to Roman. Mm-hmm. Said, you got to earn this. Yeah. I'm not going to help you anymore. Yeah. You want this? Come make them it. want you to have exactly. this. Exactly. And so, well, we all know how that works. Hunter yeah. did yeah. didn't work out. And Hunter did amazing heel work, too. And, and he's still... So, if that's true... That's just a theory. It's, it's, a, it's just a theory. Here. But we don't know. We're yeah. watching, watching and speculating. But... It showed a little bit for Jericho me. did... Yeah. Some heel stuff and everything that he tried. And what did you call was out? met with an applause. Yeah. What did you call out towards the end of the match? Which one? Black Hogan. Okay. So yeah. So as as you know, you you mentioned your theory about you know booking on the fly. That automatically makes me think of Rock versus Hogan in WrestleMania seventeen. No, 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 eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. And Rock was the face coming in. Hogan was the heel, but the crowd was having none of it. None of it. As soon as they, they both hit their, their, their music, they were like, we want Hogan. Rock, you can go die. Well, <laughs> this, was, this was Hogan's transition, if I remember correctly, this was Hogan's transition from being NWO back to the red and yellow. But he, it wasn't supposed to be. It was It was because of that yes, that they did Yes, this. yes, yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He, he was still had heel. He still had the Hollywood gear on. Exactly. You, exactly. You, you are right. He faced The Rock and Scott Hall faced Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be NWO like through and through. But the crowd was happy. No, yeah, no. Because it was X, It was that X8 in the NWO writing. Now I remember this. So they were all about Hogan and didn't care about The Rock. So on the fly, The Rock and Hogan both said, let's flip this. Yeah. And The Rock started to heal it up. He started talking smack to the crowd. He started doing heel things, you know, because yeah. Rock is a pro. Yeah. And I thought to myself, if they're doing what you're saying, yeah. if they're booking on the fly... Jericho would be the one to know to do this. Yeah. Do they do that? Do they decide to rock Hogan? Yeah. And, and it, flip the script. It looked like it was happening because Hangman was playing the face. He wasn't, you know, he was he was <clears throat> aggressive, but in a face way. Right. He Jericho gets cut the hard way. Oh, finally got some time. I'm sorry. Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks, 21 minutes flat. Wow. Wow. It did not feel like that. No. It felt like a few. I, I was gonna yeah. guess fifteen tops. Yeah, but neither here nor there. Right. Sorry. Jericho gets opened up the hard way. Yeah, by the discus forearm. By a discus, which forearm. I think was actually more his fist than his than anything else. Yeah. Well, no, no, an elbow will cut you easier than a fist. Okay. Fair enough. I've watched plenty of. It UFC. looked like I, when I saw it, it looked like a fist. The elbow will cut you way easier it was than quick. a fist. It was quick. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think Jericho leaned into. I honestly think Jericho leaned into it, saying, "Okay, I got to do something drastic." Mm-hmm. So he took the the hard way. He hard bled ball. the hard way, and then I think somehow it was commuted to to Page that okay, we got to try to flip this because what does he automatically do when he gets to Jericho the first time? 
he scratches and grabs right. at the cut. Right. He's getting right. heel like aggressive now. Right. And that's where you called out they're doing a Rock Hogan. Because he started to get more look angry. And the problem is now, he didn't even get that reaction. Right. So, like we were saying earlier in the show with the Dark Order, you want a reaction. You don't care right. if the crowd is marking out. Or booing you out of the yeah. building, you need that reaction when your title is awarded. Yeah. And it was there was none. Hangman wasn't getting he was getting anything. anything. It's so crazy. This match was twenty six and a half minutes long, but it felt like it never really got its footing. Never it did. And I think that I, maybe Hangman never got his footing, and so that's what happened. I don't know. Well, look what happened to him at the end when he when he was going over the rope <laughs> and he, and got, he got hung up, and the yeah. crowd groaned. Yeah. And then he 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 he, he got. He got frazzled. Yeah. Because he just turned to the crowd, and then he, smiled, and waved his finger, and I'm like, oh no. Can I say something? Else? I was like, oh no. For such a hot crowd tonight, after something like that that happens, and we're not going to say it, a hot crowd like that, what would they chant? Oh, you messed up. Yeah. See, but I don't. It was I, met with a dead groan. I think the crowd wants to be behind Hangman. I think the crowd likes Hangman, but the, just not as much as they like Jericho. Yeah. But the thing is... And I think that's the problem. I think if you put Hangman versus just about anybody else who's not like Jericho or Kenny or Cody, I think Hangman gets over yeah. here. I hate yeah. to say it, but Jericho has gotten everybody else over. I, hey. I think it's a tough spot, man. You're talking about, hey, young kid who's never been in this spot in any other company you've ever worked for. Yeah. Well, Go back, win the first ever championship well, then for this double company. Like that, we argued that show. I don't think he deserved it then. And I still don't think he deserves it. I think they put a lot of faith in him because he's got all the potential to win. And in my opinion, it was this, misguided. Hangman has so much upside. I think he can be a top guy. He's, he's just gotta, not there yet. He's, he's got to turn that. Let me yet. tell you something. He's got to turn that potential energy into kinetic energy because he lost me within five minutes tonight. It's tough. I, I think I think you got to cut him some slack, dude. He's in a really tough spot. He's going up against Chris Jericho. Get him on some weekly TVs, then. The guys, the guy Jericho has done everything. He's accomplished everything you can in the world of professional wrestling for the last what twenty something years. I didn't like Hangman in May. I didn't like him tonight. He's zero for two with me. Hey, listen. Uh, to each their own. Everyone in the title has their own opinion. I just think he was in a tough spot. And he pooped the bed today. And he just friend. wasn't able to overcome the, the odds. It was just, it's too much. Chris Jericho, I think it was with his, these circumstances, just, it's really rough. I think it was his title to lose. Mm-hmm. And he lost it. They gave him, they gave him the shot. Yeah. They said, this is your shot. You gotta go and get it. And, and they and he and he could he just didn't get you're it. You're talking about Jericho who can get anything over. He got the dumbest thing in wrestling. The list of Jericho yes. over. Jericho got a Jericho thing over. Yeah. But at the same time, again, you're talking getting about... Getting another person, yeah. Getting somebody who's so... I don't want to say beneath you. He's great. But resume... He's not there. ...is so beneath him. It's You're asking him to reach down from the top of a skyscraper to the bottom of a well and pull this guy up to level. It's See, really like, difficult. Like you, I'm a, I'm a Jericho Mark too. And I think if there's one person that can do that, it is Chris Jericho. Well, my look, listen to my analogy. It's like it's like Chris Jericho's in the major leagues. Right. And you're asking Hangman Page, who's in Little League right now, to come and play an inning 
of, of baseball and win the World Series. Here, to the bottom of the ninth inning of the World Series Game 7 and go, come strike out Chris Jericho. Yeah. You're asking yeah. a lot for this guy. Yeah. yeah. You're asking a lot yeah. for this yeah. guy. That's why I... I... Yeah. It, it, that's the best analogy. You can't... You pitch to Jericho, make sure he doesn't hit a home run, and, and you win it, and you go off, you ride off into the sunset. Right. Look, oh my goodness, yeah. the, uh, the rookie, yeah. he won it, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they wanted that for him, but he had to get it, and he couldn't get he a strike. Could. He, he could. could not get a strike on yeah, him, but not like, one. Like we also said now is, I think... Perfect analogy. Thank you. Absolutely. I, but now I think he has to, like we said, go to the back of the line. He needs to... I agree. He's got to rebuild. I, I do not want to see him at full gear, announcement, on November yes. 9th. Right. With Jericho in the main event again, I could not agree with he'll you. He'll be back. He'll be back. No, he'll be he'll back. Be back. Just not right now. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why I said that physics analogy I made. He needs to turn that potential energy into kinetic energy because yeah. he has it. It's just not yeah. there. He has all the physical ability. He has it. He's got the good looks. He can cut a promo. You see, yeah. it? absolutely. He, he has just, everything. It's just tonight. Like he put a great showing on in the battle royal. I enjoyed his match at um. Wow. When was, when was his match against, um, wow, I just totally blanked out. Must be 1.30 in the morning. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter, whatever. It was either a fight or fight or a fight or fall, either way. That's the thing. I enjoyed his his two showings. Yeah. I might, you know, nag on him because mm. he's new to me, and I mm. don't think he's as high as they put in him, mm. but he did have two good showings. Yeah. Tonight was the first time where I looked at him and I said, dude, you got to go back to that drawing board. Yeah. And I think they might, like, we were discussing while you stepped away, they didn't really call him head. And even on the, um, the yeah, page here, Adam Page. Adam Page. I think this was something that was a curveball thrown at him, and I think this might have thrown him off, too. Could be. Could be. I don't, well, look, something as simple as a name change can throw somebody off. Look, he, we're, we're talking about wins and losses matter, yeah. stats matter, we're about to go into TVs. And this is a big L. 100%. I think he moves back to the line. I think on TVs for the next months... He has to build up the record. He has to work on his on who Hangman is in the ring and how to make sure that the crowd is always behind him. Yeah. And then once he can figure that out, then you bring him back around and you let him do this but all over again. I do not even But it can't be it can't be right now. It you, can't be in a few months. It's gotta be only when we're sure that the crowd will be behind him, regardless who you put him up against. So the last thing I'll say about the next title shot. <coughs> yes, we have two months until full gear, mm-hmm. but we only have four TVs until full gear. Right. That it's not enough for Hangman to be back in that title shot. No. Oh, no, he's not, he's he not going to be back. Be. Now, he's not going to be back before. The pay-per-view uh, after full, full gear? gear? Yeah, depending what happens. Depends on what it looks like. A number one contender's match, yes. I think remember, a full year cycle is going to go by until he gets his next, his next shot. No, okay. you, remember, we have, we have a lot of singles competitors on this yeah. roster. Yeah. We got Kenny. We got you know. I'm oh. also getting ahead of myself, trying to divide them into main event, mid card, and Pac, uh, Moxley. You have they have a long list of singles Don't wrestlers. Moxley, make me sad. I think the first few months of when they go when they start going to TV is they're going to be setting up their divisions. Yeah, they're going to be setting I up say, I am rivalries, so divisions. Curious. The second the first full year is over. 
then they're going to start breaking loose and start, okay, this guy belongs here. This guy's going to fight this guy. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, they're already starting to establish because they yeah. have the women's titles going to be uh, yes. decided on the first episode. Yes. They're going to start the tag team tournament yeah. on They've the first episode. They've really started it with the two with the uh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, you can say it's already on the way. Yeah, but it's a light. Right. It's Where's, tentative. Right. It's tentative because okay. they're, they're like, starting, this, is, they're this is our starting, plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're putting their chips in order. They're starting... To, you know, set things up. I'll give you one better. You're seeing... Like, yeah, TNA was created in all that time, but none of us really cared. Yeah, you know, yeah. this I is did. the first time that you're seeing divisions built from the ground right. up. Right. So we're seeing them figure out who's going to go where. Right. But the thing is, the reason why I'm saying this is the first time is the way they're doing it. Like, we, me and you were geeking out. Mm-hmm. Stats matter. We're talking stats in wrestling. And I think we're going to get a lot of eye rolls and stuff from everybody. I'm okay with that. You and I could do a whole show just a stat show. My whole life, I've always been keeping random stats for every league that I've ever been to. How are our hockey talks? They're all stat-based. And fanboy-based. Yeah, a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, let's... let's Do what we do. Let's do what we do. The second time today. First off, let's go with match of the night. This is a toughie. Ah. I'm not gonna go first because I don't have to because this is my show. Not it. So. <laughs> I, 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 not it. <laughs> okay, so, I'll, go, I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, match of the night. Match of the night. Match of the night. I mean, I really love that. You know, Luchasaurus Express uh, freight train. The- that was fun. <laughs> I really like that. I was SCU good. versus Jurassic Express. SCU versus Jurassic Express. I really like oh, that match. But it really, it's a real hard toss up. Between um, the Lucha Brothers and uh, and um, the Young, Young Bucks. Bucks, and then that freak show that was Had the calendar. Yeah. Oh my god! I I I think I think the 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 I want I don't I want to say Extreme Rules match whatever I don't know what they called it <laughs> the Cracker Barrel Clash the Cracker Barrel Clash. Murder suicide <laughs> was was I think my favorite match of the night. Okay, I did that skateboard just put it over for me, man. Yeah. And it, and you know what? It was horrible, and and I feel horrible, and I feel like you feel like you need a shower. I feel like a bad person. <laughs> I feel like a bad person for enjoying that skateboard going into that young man's back. Right, but. but Man, was that fun? That was such a fun. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. What, if, what was your sin, son? Dude, I watched this dude put a skateboard on another dude's back, and I thought it was awesome. And I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Father, forgive me because I have sinned. There was a, there was a you gotta watch this match. You gotta watch this match. <laughs> Father, I'm telling you, it was great. This will be, be the best 15 minute commercial of your life. <laughs> there was a tear in Tony Hawk's eye, let me tell oh you. Oh my god. But no, that, I think that was the match of the night for me. Okay. Yeah, so, and the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks was. Literally right behind it. So because you went with the Cracker Barrel Clash, I'm glad you did. Okay. Because now I can go the Escalera that I'm with the match. I'll go Lucha Brothers See. versus Young Bucks because I have I would have to choose between those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna go Cracker Barrel, I'll go ahead and I'll give some love to the Lucha Brothers. You know why, right? Because you have Cero Miedo. That's right. I was also gonna go Lucha and Bucks, and here's why. A rivalry that's been going on for how long now? Yeah. And tonight it felt fresh. Yeah. They gave us stuff that yeah. we had never seen in the last 20 yeah. matches they've had. Yeah. Tonight's match felt 
fresh. It felt like a first time match against each other. But at the same time, Christ. because of how it ended and what happened in the post match, yeah. it feels like there's a finality to it. Yeah. I feel like, okay, we're done with this now because now yeah, it's going to be can... LAX versus Lucha Brothers. Yeah. And, but thing is, even oh though there was a. Fi- even <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just think, oh my God. But even with oh. that finality. Usually a finale match is like, oh my god, thank god this is over. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a second, they're done? Yeah, they like, they hey, just did so more. many more new things. We have a tag team tournament coming but, our way. But, like, what's the old adage? You get, you have to leave them wanting yeah. and more. After giving us all that, how bored do we get with other promotions that have 15 matches with the same people? Oh, yeah, for sure. This was the 15 match with these people, and it's like, holy, this was all new. Yeah. This yeah. was a fresh yeah. match. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it was beautiful. That's why for me it's match of the night because they took every other match they've had and they didn't repeat anything. Right. And it, and it felt like the culmination of all of those things. It did. You know, like I said before, instead of saving your brother, now it was mad at like, you know, fine. Kill him. I don't care. Exactly. I'm going to kill yours. You kill it's, yours, I'll kill mine. That's fine. I'll kill mine, I'll kill yours. It's all good. That's what, <laughs> for me, I was with, I was with you or with Havoc, Alan, and Janela. But the fact that they took something that we've seen 15, 20 times and made it feel fresh, fresh yeah. that's what put them over for me. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm cool with either one of those. I'm Shoot. You could have said, you know, Kenny and Pac. And I would have been like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I think Kenny and Pac was a fantastic match. And that's number three. I think the finish is what made Kenny and Pac so, so awesome. Because it was just you know so I'll give you that. different. It was I'll give you that. I think the, like, the match was like at a level, let's say, 3.5, and the finish to a 4.5. Well, how many times did they do the finisher on each other, and they couldn't finish each other off? Well, we never got the one with Angel. It's, it's well, the same yeah, true. wrestling. Yeah. But, but hey, it was different. Don't hit that you know what? Here's, and I'm going to make an analogy that I know you might not be a fan of. But if you zoomed in, like they did, the way Kenny went down in that match... I would have thought there was a cage around the ring with no ropes. Oh, I, I would have said that's in an octagon. That's what, I, that's what I said. Yeah. He when went to sleep. The, the way the match ended was so almost abrupt and like UFC-ish. shocking. It felt like we were watching an actual fight. It's yeah. not a referee calling for the bell. It's a referee waving his hands over right. his head saying it's over. And, and you know what the, the funny thing off. is? All three of us was, were not upset with the finish. No, yeah. We're all totally we actually, we're we like, actually We were impressed. Like, we're like, wow. And you had you stood up I was, I was and you were in complete shock. I was in shock. I was stunned. And, and for something like that to be number three? Yeah. I mean, on Wikipedia, it says Pop defeats Kenny Omega by referee stoppage. What have you ever it seen that in a wrestling card? Yeah, but it really should tell because you he how it got stopped. The thing is, it's not a submission. It's yeah. a TKO. It's a TKO. No, 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 it's a stoppage. It's a TKO stoppage. means oh, yeah, you're no, physically yeah. struck. Okay, yeah. Fine, whatever. You got to get it right. So we're doing and ratings now? We so, ratings? now so now we get to ratings. the fun part. For those of you who are listening for the first time, when it comes to pay-per-views, we like to rate them on a 0 to 5 toe-pay system. 0 being, oh my god, please stop wrestling from existing. And a 5 being, can I please watch this for the rest of my life. We don't do stars. We do toe-pays as a toe-pay suicida or a toe-pay cone hero, whichever one is your preference. So, we'll start with... Me. You want to start? I have my yeah. fingers up. Okay, so Ugo, tell everybody how many topes you would like to give AEW all out. Four and a half. Four and a half. Out Damn, of five. that's hot. Four that's... and a half out of five. Okay. For, because I was super and I and I was saying this to you earlier in the in, in the in the evening. I think <laughs> this one out of all the AEW pay per views was my favorite, 
And I like the other ones, except for uh, the last one. What was the last one? Uh, uh, Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen. No. I think that was the one that Fight I did. Fight for the Fallen. Fallen. Yeah, yeah I, Fight for the That one kind of was... I do this for, for a living. Listen. Living <laughs> like, like everybody else, and I know... You guys have gotten confused too. Fight for the Fallen Fighter Fest has gotten switched around plenty yeah, times for me. Fight for the Fallen I thought was a little flat to me. Okay. It wasn't. I was like, we okay, were dozing during that Yeah, we were dozing a lot. Yeah, I remember because the Suburban Brothers were watching that together and we were like, eh, okay, this is good. This particular pay-per-view, I enjoyed it from start to finish. Okay. The only, the only reason why I don't give it a five were a couple of things. Uh-huh. The uh, technical issues at the beginning, uh-huh. that's always something that bugs me. Right, we right, we right. talk about we it. Talk it, about it. Bo- Although it I think this was me. the best it was the cleanest. so far. After 100%. that snafu, it was clean after that. There was one thing where they put Jimmy Havoc over Darby Allen, but uh, like yeah. on the nameplate. But other than like yeah. minute. Yeah, and they were doing that in fight in the uh, fight for the fallen right. a lot. Right. So that that was uh the the one thing. Um what was the other thing that I can't even think of right now? Um I mean, the, 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 the championship match, it was intriguing, it was interesting, and all that stuff. Hangman not winning it was a little bit of a disappointment because mm-hmm. he couldn't not for me. get over it. We couldn't, right. you know, whatever it was, it was. I mean, we're all happy that Jericho won because we all like Jericho. Right. You love Jericho, which is Judas Priest, yeah. black, black craft uh, culture. Yeah. And I got you because I'm a really good brother. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> but um, I gave it a four, a four and a half because I really enjoyed this pay-per-view and because this this was the go home show before the tapings i think that they are in good hands and i think this company will take off all right that's all right very nice they left me wanting more which is exactly what you want talk to him tommy so historically i'm tough historically you're short like a piece of leather Listen, you. <laughs> I remember you tapping a few times to this short guy. Oh my God! So that being years said, ago. It doesn't matter if you've tapped. I've never tapped to you. Congratulations! You're a blue belt, and I'm a white belt with two stripes. Oh! Now, now, you're also still double my size. You don't my spirit. anyway. You want to continue and pat yourself well, on the back, or are you gonna? I am gonna pat myself on the back because I know I'm better. But <laughs> surprised you could reach back. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> T-Rex ass arms. <laughs> There's T-Rex ass arms. I'm going 4.25, and here is why. Okay. It's still a very high rating. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like usual, started that five, and it was very hard for me to come off that five. I actually forgave the production botch because they fixed it. There mm. was not really... Another terrible production botch the rest of the night. Okay. So I know I knocked them the first time, left that one alone. Mm-hmm. Dark Order, lost. Enough said. You know my feelings. Right. The booking of the who's going to face Nyla really turned me off. So there was the other one. And I was really hyped for the title match. It did not live up to the hype for me. I went in saying, oh my god, I need to see this, and it felt like Jericho was holding a kid's hand and helping him across the schoolyard. And I did not want this match to feel like that. I knew Jericho was going to guide him, but I didn't want to feel like Jericho was holding his hand. And that match could have been so much better, and it, it just didn't 
like it was the only match tonight where it's like, oh yeah, that was twenty six minutes. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, four point two five is still it was still a great pay per view. It is mm-hmm. actually the highest rating I've given, mm-hmm. whether it's been on the air or off the air. Mm-hmm. And like Will said, they are in great hands. If they keep on this path, they're gonna be just fine. So I'm going to be pretty much right next to you. I'm gonna say four, four to five, either one. Um, and for the, all the exact reasons that you said, the booking of the women's division has me perplexed. Uh, the dark order, I'm entirely over. The production stuff, I'm not going to ignore. Um, I ignored it because it wasn't as glaring. No, for sure. This time around, it wasn't as glaring. It wasn't as glaring, but I, it wouldn't be fair for me to not acknowledge it and not affect my score. Because if I'm watching a WWE show and they have production botches, I, I hold it against them. So it's not fair to do that with them and not do that with AEW. Yeah. I, yes, agreed. And I'm not going to debate this with you because we've already done this. Mm. WWE's also been doing this for 40 100%. years. 100%. Yeah. And that's an argument that I made with Shades. I would 100% agree with that. But this is also show number four. You made four. that argument double nothing. Right. This is also show number four. And I can't, I can't ignore it. I'm not holding it. I'm not like, oh, there are three now. It didn't affect my score like it did. Correct. Like right. it did double nothing. It affected my score. Right. It didn't affect my score, but I had to call it out. I can't say it enough. It has to affect my score. It has to. So between that and the confusion of the women's uh, booking and the dark order, I can't go higher than a 4.25, but I really did enjoy the rest of this show. So I'm going to somewhere between 4 and 4.25. Remember, before the main event, I told you I'm at a 4.5 right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all hate the dark order. I think everybody hates the Dark Order. I think in some way the Dark Order hates the Dark Order. <laughs> yeah. Just go away. That's the problem. No one cares. Nobody wants them around. Ugh, they gotta figure that out. Anyway, no, I'd just rather them go away. Go to WWE where they belong. <laughs> oh, shitty. <laughs> Bring back the insane clown posse and sing the oddities. Oh my god, them. what are you... Go. Alright, we gotta sign off now. It's five minutes to two in the morning. I'm a little cranky. It's time to go to bed. Let's go. <laughs> So that's going to do it for our recap and review. I'm going to go to my suburban bed and sleep in peace. So that's going to do it for our (laughs) recap and review of AEW All Out. Thank you for joining us during this terrific day of wrestling where we covered some New Japan Royal Quest. We talked about some NXT Cardiff. Yep. And now AEW All Out. Thanks, you all, for listening. As always, you've been catching us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples at Apple. Grapples are number two. Apples. Uh, if you're not listening to us there, you might be catching us on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcast, wherever you're listening to us. Just make sure you're listening to us. Uh, don't forget to catch us on our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples at Apples. Again, that's Grapples at number two. two. Apples. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Will the Thrill. The Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, baby, that's who I be because that's who I is. Joined by my suburban brothers. Tommy Boy, one half of Grapple Staples Tag Team. <laughs> and Hugo the Boss. And I want to thank William and Shades for letting us uh, on their podcast this this week. It's a heavy load. We yeah. did our best to hold it down for we, you, boys. We did our best, but thank you for having us. We appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys, you know, helping me out so I don't do this by myself. It was you know fun. what? The more I get Will the Thrill to yell at me, that's how I know we did a good show. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> you love me and you know it. Shut your face. Um, <laughs> as always, 
make sure you're tuning in as much as possible because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Good night, everybody. Peace.